Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Just do whatever you want, man. Nobody gives a fuck anyway. Yeah. It's my show. Who cares? Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> I look like fucking Brolin, you're a leader in bastard. Like some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tentacle player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Good evening and welcome to the Auto Know Better podcast, season four, episode 16. I'm your host, Martin. I'm joined by the wonderful regulars, Luke and Jay, and this evening's special guest, Mr. LUFC Stats, Andrew Dalton. How are we, chaps? Not bad, mate, not bad. I thought we'd banned this guy from coming on, you know. What's all this about? He's come, he's come back to us. He's a special edition. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only joking, mate. I'm only joking. have, like, a special badge. We get him a special badge. badge. VIP yes. member number one. That one. Says How are special. you doing? How are you doing, Stats? You all right, mate? Yeah, not bad. Uh, had a nice wee break from football for a couple of weeks. Uh, thankfully, it's the last international break till March, and uh, off we go again uh, on Friday night at the uh, the New York Stadium. Absolutely, and we're all looking forward to it because I hate personally uh, international football. I think it's absolute shite. Luke, how are you doing, mate? Fine, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, You're alive. Yeah, just just about. Just about looking forward to, uh, yeah, to to, to 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 football coming back because I don't have much time for international football unless it's a big because tournament. I appreciate, I appreciate they've got to get there and that, but I mean, I didn't really enjoy it. I watched them, didn't really enjoy it. It's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, it's bollocks. I mean, I don't. When know you about see you, when you see France it. winning fourteen nil against oh. a side and then we struggle with fucking Shocking. North Macedonia. Shocking, isn't it? It's because they had Alioski. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I suppose the international stuff were, uh, were like a nice break in between having to be, well, being subjected to 
Jesse Marsh ball and everything else that we had to, you know, go through last year. But now it's just back to being now. Oh, this is shit. You know, we we're, we're yeah. like, we, we like what we see on the on the uh, Ellen Road and, and what Fark's doing with us. But uh, yeah, but uh, internationals, fuck it, we don't care. We don't obviously have a uh, a game to cover because of the international break. So the reason why we've got Mister Stats on specifically for this episode is because it was a certain person's birthday last week, wasn't it, Andrew? Yes, not mine. Uh, the great Howard Wilkinson, <laughs> no. who was 80 uh, last Monday, and obviously to this day still is the last English manager to win the top fly and, and did special things at Leeds United from when he took over on October the 10th, 1988, to the day he was sacked after a 4 0 defeat to Manchester United. That eight and a half year period, uh, I think, will go down uh, in history at Ellen Road, really. It will certainly go down in history. Is, is Bielsa the only, the, the second, well, after, after Wilco, should I say, mm. the longest uh, manager to, to be in, in office, I suppose, if you want to put it one way, uh, uh, if, since, if, since Wilco? If you kind of do it by games, you've got Howard Wilkinson, <clears> who <throat> took charge of 500, 412 games. Uh, David O'Leary did 203. Uh, Simon Grayson did 169, unbelievably. Uh, and then you've got Bielsa who did 170, so he's, he's fourth down that list at the Why moment. Why is he fourth in the list? Yes. Oh, well. 170 is more than 160. Sorry, third. 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 Oh, it's... You know what, Luke? <laughs> I didn't count. Hey, hey, hey. He looks at his Weetabix today, and he? he's like, I don't bloody miss a trick, <laughs> me. Wait one. Wait one. Start stuttering in a bit. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, thanks for coming on stats and, uh, and obviously introducing that and stuff. I don't know whether you guys have got any specific memories or anything that you'd particularly like to talk about. Will the last Cole. English manager to win the top time, league, isn't he? Yeah. Is that right, Stats? Yeah, absolutely. Last English yeah. manager to win. And that's, that's crazy because we were talking 30 years ago nearly. Mm. Well, right. I know obviously you've had the likes of obviously Kenny Douglas and Sir Alex Ferguson, British manager-wise, that have, have won the top flight. But English manager-wise, he, he still remains the last one. And what he did to take a team from 21st in the second division when he took over, as it was the old second division then, to, to champions of England in, in three and a half years was, was quite remarkable. And it's an achievement to, to me that, look, I know Leicester did something very similar, but not that depth uh, back in 2014 to 16 when Nigel Pearson was manager. But when Wilco came in, Leeds were a mess. And to win promotion in your first full season was fantastic. Finished fourth mm. in 1990-91 was unbelievable. And then to win the league in, in 91-2 was fantastic, really. Mm. A hell of a time to be a Leeds fan as well, eh? My memories are vague from that point because my memory doesn't work very well anyway. But <laughs> trying to think back to when I was a kid is difficult. But my first game was when we beat Scum Christmas Eve at Elland Road. So was that's obviously... That's yeah, it was two one. It was two one. Um, so that's obviously one of my favourite Leeds memories. It's it's my first Leeds memory, my first proper one. Um, it's always been a bit of a badge of honour, hasn't it? Obviously, been um, been the only team to ever play on a on a Christmas Eve. But that's yeah, yeah. the season out there. There's another one. I can't remember who yeah. it's with. It's probably for Saturdays. I think yeah, it's probably. Chelsea that are playing on on Christmas Eve. Off the top of my head, I think. Uh, yeah, they're playing Wolves at Molyneux. Yeah, I thought it mm. was Wolves. Yeah, I will go, uh, I which is a shake. If that's a draw, Leeds can still remain the only team to win a Premier League game on Christmas Eve. We hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. I know. I mean, if it was Scum versus Arsenal or somewhat a bit tasty, you know, then fine. But Wolves versus Chelsea, I mean, Christ. Yeah. Alive. Why is it on that day? Is it just for know. TV or what? Is it? Yeah, TV. See, I don't quite understand it, but unfortunately, 
in this day and age, we live in a society where TV decides football, unfortunately. Yet yeah. Yeah, you can't watch a game at three o'clock. Yeah, there's, there's no thoughts to supporters. <laughs> like when Leeds went to Southampton early in the season uh, for a 12.30 kick-off, you getting up at the crack of dawn. It's yeah. just no phase, well, isn't it? It's, it's not like it was 30 years ago when you'd get nine games kicking off at three o'clock in the top league and mm. one on a Super Sunday, one on a Monday night football. But we live in a That's different age, unfortunately. Very, 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 very different. Very different. Yeah. Go on, Luke. You're gonna say something? No, no. I was just gonna say, like, it's, 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 it leads nicely on to briefly, and I don't want to go into it too much. But talking about fans and and sport, the the thought about Ellen Road. Hmm. What about expanding it and, and making it a, a much nicer place to be? <laughs> no, no. The fact that it needs that before they start, does, a, yeah. a, and a little bit of infrastructure around it to, to before they even think about hosting anything like a Magic Weekend, for instance. Yeah, definitely. At least we don't have a song about it falling down, though, do we? Well, yeah, anyway. So. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Although, I don't know if you've seen, Checker Trade have put a brilliant sign up out, outside Old Trafford uh, today that they can fix a leaking roof, but they can't fix a leaking defence, which I thought was quite, <laughs> quite, quite That's beautiful. Checker, I like that. When we came up with that, deserves a raise. Just yes. before we skip over uh, Wilco, then, uh, I've got a question for you all. Yes. Do you think the club has done enough to honour Wilco and what he oh, achieved no. at Leeds? Definitely not. I mean, it's kind of a it's kind of an obvious answer. Mm. Um, if, you know, what would you guys suggest? I mean, obviously there were there was there's, there's the statues, there's naming certain things after him. Perhaps the the, the training ground the, that were all obviously masterminded by uh, Wilco and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, give me your thoughts, chaps. What would you if you could honour him in a specific way? Which way would it be? I think I it has to be a statue because it's forever. Mm. For me, because nah, he won the league, you know what I mean? And I know that you could say, oh, it's just one league title, but when are we going to get near that again? And... But, 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 but do, do, do we want to, I mean, hypothetically speaking, do you want somebody who, who wins the league every time? I think I think he brought a lot, you know, the academy was was his baby. Uh, and yeah, before yeah. that, you know, even, is it St. St. George's Park or some, mm. whatever they're called? Oh, yeah, the FA place, yeah. Massive involvement in that. Um, <clears throat> centre of Excellence. So yeah, f- yeah, Centre of Excellence. That, so, so for he wrote me, the blueprint, it, didn't he, for English yeah, football? Yeah, yeah. So, so ultimately, I think it'd be it'd probably be the youth ground or the training ground or something along those lines for me, something mm. that he, he invested heavily in and had, had an imprint on. Um, I don't think, I mean, call me sceptically, but I don't think winning the league... You know what happens if we get really, really good overnight uh, next year and win the Premier League and then start. You know, if we become a Man City, do they then do they then put a, a statue of somebody outside their ground for because they've won the league? No, I don't think so. I think it's probably a bit too much when you look at who we have got statues of outside the ground and, and, and what they won and the honours. You can understand them. I think. I think. I, I think. Do you know I even what, think though? I even think the Bielsa. I mean, I know Bielsa transformed the city and the culture mm. and everything about Leeds United, the, the the football in itself that we were used to seeing. But even that, I think, is a little bit cheesy to have a I statue. Get, I get uh, what you're and saying. I'd probably get shot down for it. I get what you're saying, but my sort of feeling on this is more. It's a looking at it now with hindsight, sort of thing, and it's kind of when you look at what he achieved with us compared to what subsequent managers have achieved. You know, they nobody other than what Bielsa has done really stacks up to anything that he did. And for me, it's more a kind of we've not done enough, so we should do something big. And no, I agree, we haven't done like, enough. If you look around the club, you walk, you go to Elland Road, you go in a shop, 
you'd have to look really hard to find a reference to him. And that's not right. No, there's not. I mean, we've got stands and we've got suites named after particular players and, and, and you know, things like mm. that. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't believe we've, 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 we've done enough. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it deserves, I mean, I think a statue is, you know, it's, it's a permanent fixture is a statue. And no, I get it. so, so we, although, albeit it was the last, we were officially the last league champions before it became the mm. Premier League. I think, I, I just think, I don't know, mm. I, I, maybe I'm being a little bit harsh. Uh, maybe he does deserve a statue. Maybe I don't know. What, what do you think, Smy? Should get a statue of him booting a sky dish. <laughs> Before we move on to stats and what he thinks, I think I think you're right. I think you both got obviously good opinions, <clears throat> but I think the whole statue thing. I mean, to be fair, when when Bielsa got sacked, we'd have had a statue of him outside within a matter of days. You know, the, the Peacock <laughs> changed the name for Christ's sake to the Bielsa, yeah. and yeah. you know, he, he left a, a massive effect on on all of us, really. So, like Jay said, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing, and time is a bit of a healer if you want to really put it that way. You know, maybe mm. his legacy has been you know forgotten, apart from the obvious. It's perhaps you know been blighted over the years or whatever. I think personally, if if we do have a new training ground with this new facility, the new plans around Ellen Road and we do have a new training facility. I think perhaps the, the like you said, the academy or maybe something like that could be named after him um, rather than a statue. But again, that's just that's just my my thoughts on it all. But yeah, I think he does deserve a hell of a lot more than what he's got now, which is absolutely fuck all. You know, I think it's a bit of a it's a bit of a shame that the club haven't honoured him at all. Mm. But yeah, so yeah, maybe when the um, the stadium and the surrounding areas get developed in the hopefully near future, then they might be able to do something on him uh, in some way like that. Stats, what's uh, what's your thoughts? I, mate? I, I think for me, without Wilco, we would have had Thorpe Arch. We probably wouldn't have had the preceding era under David O'Leary, where your likes of Ian Hart, Stephen McPhail, him I don't want to name from Australia, Alan <laughs> yeah. Smith. The through that that era of youngsters, and to me, I'd, I'd love to see Thorpe Arch named the Howard Wilkinson training ground yeah. or something like that because he had the blueprint. Because his his footballing brain was light years ahead of any manager at the time, and mm. for what he did for the football club for the city of Leeds, and how I was only seven when they won the league, and I haven't got too many uh, recollections of it, but I think. For a manager, I've got only seven. Sorry, I'm just kidding. To come up and win the championship in your second season after promoting the money wasn't what it is nowadays. Okay, no. the splash of cash on the likes of Tony Dorigo, Rod Wallace, Steve Hodge, and to mould a squad that they had from 1990-91, where they did finish fourth and should have qualified for Europe, only two qualified for Europe, to go and then win the league and take it away from Man United, who have been in the top flight since the 74-75 season, and third year being there, what, since uh, October 86. It's fantastic. And mm. I love all the events that the club put on. I think it's fantastic when they have, like, anniversary, like 30 years and, and what have you. But to me, I think naming the training grounds after him would be a fantastic tribute. And it's interesting about statues because it's where you kind of draw the line because yeah. Wilco and Bielsa, very different personalities. Mm. What Bielsa did was basically unite the city. And I'm not saying Wilco didn't do that because obviously he, he won the top prize in English football. Uh, but it, it's very interesting. I'm hoping that, like for me, there's, there's a guy, Ben Hunt, who's got a fantastic museum at Denby Dale. Uh, if anyone's been there, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. Something like that 
to Ellen Road to capture the history of the football club, I think will be fantastic. Now, I'm, I'm hoping something like that will come up in the, in the future because I don't think there is anything as a museum at the football club at the moment, but something like that would be magnificent. But yeah, for me, I'd love to see the Thorpe Arch named Hard Wilkinson Training Ground for, for mm. what he did for the football. I can't believe it's what, 1988, that he first appeared at Ellen Road and we're now 20, crazy, 30 odd years. 35 years ago is incredible. Yeah, but it's yeah, ha- ha- happy memories. I think it kind of ended a bit on a sour, unfortunately, after losing the League Cup final in 96 to Villa. Yeah. And then it kind of just filtered out and they got beat finally to Man United and that was that. But for what he did, it shouldn't be forgotten what he did at Ellen Road to turn the club yeah. around. And there's a lovely little anecdote that when he came in to the football club, he, he took down all the pictures of the Riviera and say, make your own memories. And mm. that's what I did. <clears throat> I like this comment from Top Banana. He's got a razor blade and a shop name after him. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's fair enough. That's you used to have a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you used to have a super, superstar as well. Yeah, that's, that's it. Are they still going? Going? I think, I think that's what the shop is. In that, I think that's the shop. What, that, I think that's the shop he's on about, Smiley. Yeah. He said restaurant, eh? No, oh, shop. Did. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, thought meant, uh, I thought you meant Jay. Sorry. Yes, Top Banana. Absolutely. I'll tell you Skips what, though, that... Oh, go on. Go on. Skip's in the comments and has asked something, um, which we've never been asked before. It's quite a good question, actually. Uh, mm. He said, uh, if you had the opportunity to ask one question to any player or manager, alive or not, who uh, and what would it be? I've got mine. Go on, then. Start us off. It'd be to um, either Pele or Maradona, and can you teach me to play football, please? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I suppose. Yeah. What? Would, what? Um... Go on, Jay. Have you got anything? No, mate. I can't think on spot. I'll end up swearing or something. I bet Stats has got a good one. I'd like to ask Gary Nicker. We played Brazil in the Polio to your 92 and he missed a penalty. And had he got, scored that penalty, he equal then the late Sir Bobby Charlton's record of England goals of 49. Would you have re- uh, how would you have retaken that penalty? Because I love my little records like that. Mm. Uh, the, the, it's such a hard question. So there's so many footballers it out is, there that you could ask a million one questions like, yeah, it's very difficult uh, to think of. I've got it. I've got it. I would ask Patrick Bamford what he was thinking when he took the ball for that penalty. Fucking hell. <laughs> of all the people, of all the footballers and anything yeah. you could ask, you'd come up with yeah. that. Giving Patrick Bamford some abuse. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I don't know. I think I, I, I was thinking Leeds based stuff, obviously, and then you went with the whole Pele thing, and I was like, holy shit, yeah, absolutely. I think, do you know what? I think I'll probably ask Don Revy if you think he did enough. Or what would he change, maybe? Mm. If he had his time again, or maybe did he regret going to England? I don't know. Yeah. There's, a, there's a few there's a, there's a few questions, actually. I don't know, but like you say, you could probably have a list as long as you bloody arm. But who knows? But no, that's a cracking question, is that, Skip? Thank you very much for that. Um, Sol is in the comments and he's asking I don't know what he means I read works. this but I don't get Why it Why has Jay got four fans extracting sweet sweet dwarf farts from his rear <laughs> I think it's four lights <laughs> Fans don't normally have a beams. beam of light coming out of them so you know The dwarf ones do Do they? Yeah. I wouldn't know mate The dwarf magic fans. Oh so, okay so, uh, Thanks for thanks for your comments Oh right, I read it's dwarf dwarf Ah, oh, fans, right. Okay, I got it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it still, still makes sense. It's still funny. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's funny right, because we right, take it yeah. out of jail. Yeah, well, oh yeah, obviously, obviously. Standard. Obviously. Standard. Start as you mean to go on, chaps. Absolutely. So we've already touched on the um, the surrounding Elland Road and this and the other. For those that don't know what it is, Luke, what is the Magic Weekend and why is it being proposed at Elland Road? So the Magic Weekend actually means fuck all to me this year because I'm a Wakefield <laughs> fan and we got relegated last season. But, um, but uh, the Magic Weekend is is a weekend where uh, you can watch every team, the six fixtures over, over two days, three Saturday, three Sunday, uh, and rugby fans congregate from all over the country for uh, a weekend on the piss pretty much watching rugby league um and yeah it's been been successful in newcastle for a number of years now been been many a times uh went to it when it was in cardiff as well which was really good um there's been some failures um liverpool um manchester the etihad was was terrible but again the the, the, the i didn't go to liverpool the etihad was is out of the center um very much Situated as Leeds Ellen Road is to is to Leeds, um, so yeah, I, I I've got my thoughts on it, and 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 for me, it's just I, I, apparently Newcastle have knocked them back because they wanted to they wanted to run it in the middle of August, which is like a week after the Premier League kicks off, I believe, yeah. Um, yeah. which I can see they've got their reservations around that, um, but they moved it from June this year. It was in June last year. Do you know what I mean? So there was no need yeah. for them to, to to move the fixtures around so so dramatically the, the the weekend. But look, they've done it and it's going to Ellen Road. I just think that for 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 a rug, as a rugby league fan and taking the fact that I'm a Leeds United fan out the window here, um, it's not fit for purpose. Not just because of the state Ellen Road's in, but actually the 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 infrastructure around it in terms of bars, eateries, uh, and everything else. And and it, I just can see it being a bit of a a bit of a, a bit of an own goal by the RFL, shall we say? But but look, as a Leeds fan, great. We're, we're going to make a little bit of money off it. You know, the the 49ers have probably seen it as a as a as a as a decent influx of investment for a weekend. They're going to make a lot of money selling beers behind the bar and whatever else. So look, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see. I could be well off. It could be could be a massive success. They build all that wasteland car park up. Uh, Behind the West Stand, and they make a big fan zone, and you know the only yeah, difficulty you've got. They'll have to do, won't they? Because like you've already yeah. touched on, there's there's no infrastructure to support such an event, is there? Apart from a McDonald's and a Subway, what else is there really? You know, the Peacock. That's not going to you know do for all those fans. So they're going to have to do something in the grounds. I say that in inverted. Owners of Gravis will be able to retire <clears throat> after that weekend. Absolutely, <laughs> bloody well deserving, all because he's cracking fish and chips. Hey, um, so yeah, like you said, I don't know how the infrastructure is going to take it, and like. You know, Leeds is a bit of a, well, it's a 20-minute walk. Obviously, it's quicker mm. on a, in an Uber or whatever, but, it's, you know, to walk, I mean, they're not, not going to be 10... It's a 20-minute walk if you're fast at walking. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, right, that's a yeah. fucking some pace. That is, it it's a good half, half hour. So, you know, it's, it's, a, fair <laughs> old, it's a fair old link. Sorry, about 40 Jay. minutes, mate, about 40 minutes. 40-minute <laughs> <laughs> walk for Jay. It's a sprint for Jay. It's, <laughs> it's a marathon. Walk yeah, a lamppost, sprint a lamppost. That's I was watching. I was watching... Um, Planet Earth 3 last night uh, and there was some little fish that try and get to the top of this and it just sorry Jay but it, 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 there's some Cheers, little man. tiny fish that trying to get to the top of this waterfall and it's the equivalent of a human trying to get a mile high waterfall so that's really? that, so, so that so that 2.4 miles into town is like 4.8 for Jay in it I suppose that's <laughs> right yeah right. it's, it's terrible Tinchy Strider over there that's why my trainers wear out so fast Tinchy <laughs> Strider that's a good one um, will you be attending? I know you, obviously you're a big rugby fan. Stats. 
Yeah, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because they've had it going back, what, first ever event was 2007 in Cardiff, and I think it then went to Murrayfield uh, 2009, then came back to Cardiff in 2011, started the season off, uh, off uh, in 2011, and then obviously it's been at, at the Etihad, uh, I think, to 2012, and it's... And then sort of St James's Park, which I thought worked. I didn't go to St James's Park, but I thought it, it looked like it really worked. Like the punch had a really good time. I thought Anfield was a bit of a disaster, as, as Luke said. There's not too much round round Anfield. And for me, for the if you're an RFL fan or a, a fan of any team in rugby league, you want to see the game expand. Now I've nothing against Leeds because from Leeds and I'm a Leeds Rhino supporter. But for me, I don't think, and it's nothing against Ellen Road, I think it needs to be where you want to expand the city or where you want to expand the game. Now, back in, in 1998, they actually had a an on-the-road round, basically, and they took it to Northampton, they took it to, to Swansea, they took it, I think, to Cardiff, and they took it to Gateshead. Now, Gateshead joined Super League in 99, failed, unfortunately. But, yeah, yeah. just having, having it on your own doorstep, it, it, to me, magic is... is it's what it is. It's, it's having a weekend away and it just doesn't kind of fit right for me having it alone. And I think it will be probably the last one, loop. to be honest with you, uh, since after yeah, it's been I successful think... for 2006. I think IMG want to try and make some changes. I think that'll be one of them. And I think next year will be the, the last Magic Weekend to be to be held. To put it hmm. into perspective, Stats, the, the NRL are going to Las Vegas for a Magic Weekend. <laughs> wow. No, that's the weekend. That's the magic weekend. I'm, I'm going yeah. slightly, slightly on a tangent. Here. What happened to that team in like was it Canada or somewhere that were playing? Oh, Toronto, oh, yeah. Toronto, Wolfpack. Toronto yeah. Wolfpack. Yeah. What happened Didn't to that? How far did they get? Not very. They, they have this yeah. wacky idea about flying in and playing bunches yeah. of games. Then yeah, they were back. going to play half a season at home and then half away, weren't they? Play all yeah. the other games at once. Yeah. But yeah, it, it didn't work. Brian McDermott actually went to coach him from Leeds, didn't he? Oh, okay. He did. Yeah. And Don't COVID remember. basically finished them off. Oh, uh, okay. Because I think there was issues of playing players and uh, uh, and all sorts. And yeah, they the lasted half a season and that was it. We've turned into a rugby podcast. We yeah, we're going to be doing that. Well, it's Ellen, it's Ellen, Ellen Road related, isn't it? And look, we, yeah, we, it we, is. we, we, we go week in, week out. We know what the facilities are like once you get in mm. the ground. Um, so we, 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 you know, we see it with, with our own eyes. You saw the. Um, That's your first remember? challenge, Luke. Half at time, fucking turnstiles won't work. Well, apparently you can get him about a key. key. Have you have you seen the video yeah. of the guy pulling yeah. himself pints and yes. that? I have, yeah. <laughs> Crackers. Some geezers, some geezers managed to find his way into Ellen Road and start pouring himself a pint and taking pictures of himself. Walking around the room. Yeah. Fucking hell. Wow. <laughs> he obviously don't want to go back again because he didn't hide his face, did he? No, what can, what can they do though? Club won't comment on it anyway. But anyway, anyway, rugby's shit. Fuck rugby. Can't be asked <laughs> with it. Um, I don't want them to play any foot rugby at uh, our, our holy, holy stadium that it is because I don't want them to damage the grass. Those heathens in their Absolutely fucking rugby, not. rugby boots. And I don't so, want yeah, anyone else to see how shit the stadium is. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. But there you go. It's a good job I'm not um, like an ambassador for Ellen Road, isn't it? It really oh, is, oh, yeah. A magic weekend. Fuck right. It's- this it. is why they'll never have hope to do with us. That's right, man. That's right. Anyway, we shall move on. Um, apparently, we have a new shareholder. Now, I don't know what percentage okay. of shares has been taken over by this new potential shareholder, but apparently he's worth a lot of money. Luke, do you know anything about this person and or persons? 
Fuck all, I don't know to be honest. Uh, I did ask. I did ask the question the other day. Uh, it was actually Danny Rumsey, uh, one of our our uh, fans who's always here. Uh, I think he's here tonight. I've seen his name, so knocking him out somewhere. He, um, he, yeah, he tagged me in something. Uh, was it last night or the night before? Um, just with some. Now, apparently, this was actually done in the summer, uh, and it's only just been released. But um, mm. I'm not going to really comment any much further on it because I'm going to listen to Kieran Maguire, who does the Price of Football podcast, and I yeah. think his podcast is either going out to night or gone out tonight or it comes out tomorrow so i'll probably pick that up on next week's show if i'm if i do manage to have a listen which i will yeah yeah it's probably worth know. commenting on but at the minute we don't none of us know anything much more about it the fact that you know he's worth a fair bit of money but you know mm. they do have part ownership tonight, is it so. in washington there is washington a, Cap- uh, a I forget NFL, is it the capitals is it, is it, is it the ice hockey team I can't remember. I can't remember. I did. I did have a little bit of a read into it, Danny. I'm sure Danny will tell us anyway in a minute. But um, yeah, not not a lot. I don't know a lot. Of, I haven't done a lot of research. I've been actually busy with work and doing actual things. Uh, I think Jer's in the comments actually, with uh, which is nice of him to do so. Let's have a look what he's got. Even Jer. Um, Ackley Brothers specialise. I think that's supposed to say Seattle. It is sorry. Investment and commercial partners on the Kraken Ice Hockey in Seattle. I have a mate in Seattle who is a season ticket holder and says we have a stable financial foot. foot. <laughs> foot. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for that, mate. Yeah, I think once we've, uh, like you say, if there's, if there's something coming out over the weekend or whatever, or, or through the week that we know not more about, then we'll probably cover it on next week's show. But for that, you know, nice one. Thanks for investing in Leeds United, of course. <laughs> so do, you know, do you know the one thing I don't understand about that? Sorry, Smite, just really very quickly, yeah. is um, they've not brought me in as investors, so they've financial arm of the you know the investment group, the 49ers Enterprise. The interesting thing is that they brought them in as additional it's like yeah a separate separate you know, shareholder isn't it? it's like yeah yeah, a yeah, yeah. yeah 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 now now i mean we don't know how much of of, of the club they've taken but is that then going to you know start causing headaches again we know how difficult it was when when the 49ers were in with rads and but i'm sure there's some sort of agreement so then i suppose that the shareholder or the amount of of shares that they obviously split was very very close wasn't it you know the very very fine margins whereas i'm, I'm well we don't know obviously we'll, we'll find out more this week but i'm, I'm guessing it will only be a, a minority share amount i would have thought yeah but i would say so do they get a board seat or is it just some shares because if if it's just some shares then they won't have much of a say Joe says, uh, "Man, I to a, a shareholding will have bought for that for which will be investment." So yeah, at the end of the day, if it's, it's you know it's it's investment at the end of the day. And it's a big it's the big I word, isn't it? So it's only it's only mm-hmm. a benefit to us. Um, but like I say, we'll 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 you know leave that for now. Isn't um, it weird though that they would um, like sell? To a separate entity like that, rather than have them people invest in their fund. That's what. That's why I. That's what I didn't find. Yeah, because if they've got loads, if it's a collective and they've got a a, a conglomerate of people, then why don't these people? A conglomerate. Why don't these people join that? Where the fuck's he pulled that from? On, that man. word written down is longer than J lied on his back. There is, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, uh, hey, I've got the IQ of ten yes. men, mate. And the size of half a one. Um, so it's just, yeah, that's the thing I don't get. There must be a, a strategic or procedural reason why these people are, are buying as an outside yeah. entity. So there'll probably be some sort of development in the future there, but what it'll be, God only knows. From what Joe said, it might be related to sorting out the ground. Hmm. 
There was, um, we have obviously recently taken on someone who specialised in the development of infrastructure mm. and stuff. Name escapes me, but that was obviously um, revealed last week, wasn't it? Yeah, Nick, Hammond, uh, Nick Hammond, the recruiter, has been given a full-time full -time post here at the club as well. Stats, do you know anything about that? Well, he, he seems to have certainly done a, a very good job with Greta Steinson as well for, for the players that we brought in over the sort of summer transfer. And I think he'll see it through till, till next summer. And if all goes well with, with the players we've got, we're back into the Premier League in, in, in May time. I think it's a very positive move for the football club. So, Absolutely. yeah, I, I, I think everything off the field at the moment is very positive as well as on the yeah. field. Uh, and it's an important period for, for the club now going into November, the festive season with, what, eight games, I think, between now and, and January the 1st. And be very interesting to see where we are going into 2024. Mm. You know what I like about this? Yeah. You know what I like about this? You look at uh, you look at Orta with his uh, last sort of few years transfer record. And then you look at Hammond, who's come in and he's, look, he's watched over us when we've got pure chaos going on you mm. don't know who's who's staying who's going and he's still managed to go on and find good players for us we've signed them on good deals and Orter had kind of he had an easy run he, he had all Rad's backing he had all that power that Rad's claims that he put in his hands and shouldn't have done and all this but you know it's like he could have done anything he wanted and he chose to sign shite when it were like it were like peacetime let's say and Hammond's coming in fucking wartime and he's bossed it and he's just signed us a bunch of awesome players who are all bought in and committed and it's just night and day it's yeah. night and day to Victor Orta and his escapades it just goes to show with what happening having the uh, the right people in the club and in the, the right sort of areas of expertise mm -hmm. does you know and like having someone you know, who can operate that well though under pressure, they, they, they're, no, they're no half-assed idiots, are they? The 49ers, they're coming in with a with a plan, and uh, yeah. and, and they want to they want to exceed. They, they want to obviously do something with the club uh, that's positive and want us to get into well, eventually into European football. I would imagine. Mm. Uh, final thing from Jer then, uh, Kraken have been looking for a European team. This makes sense with both groups being pretty similar in structure and access to significant money, commercial partners, stadium stuff. Absolutely, because that's the big thing in it. You know the, the the banqueting suites and the hospitality and the, the the massive stadium and I think they're on about even extending uh, taking the boxes out of the south stand and there's all sorts of little rumours and stuff going around but I think taking the boxes out of the, st uh, the south stand would be a positive note absolutely be a load of shipping containers on eBay yes <laughs> absolutely um so Mr Fark has had his press conference today we are a day later than normal which is you're right you're right Luke. There's some serious, <laughs> serious gurning going on then, my man. Have you had your beard shaved? Have you ever done that? Have you ever you know when you have your beard shaved? And you it go prickly? Like that? Is that all prickly? And it prickles the back inside your mouth and tickles it. It's quite nice. <laughs> strange. <laughs> strange. <laughs> strange boy. You are odd. Um, he's very odd. So, yeah, we normally... Um, yeah, it's my fault that we're on tonight and not yesterday, so apologies for that. So, we've managed to catch up with what Fark and what he's had to say in his press conference. A few uh, notable things that he said that Georginio Rutter is a major doubt with an abdominal strain. How does one get an abdominal strain? That's what I, I don't wonder. Know. Maybe you sit up too much, too quickly. Doing too many sit-ups. I don't know. How I do you do worry. it? I don't need to worry about getting one of them. I've got to have abdominals to do that. I don't exactly. even sit up. I roll. We're, we're all roll safe. Over. We're all safe in here. Oh, no. Yeah, we're all like right. one of them, like one of them things that you put a bit of weight in and they just sort of wobble around everywhere. Me. That's it. Mm. 
So Phil Hayes reported that the injury Great. latest is Jed Spence is back in training since last Saturday. Gellart and Shackleton also back in contention. Byram and Stroke both have been involved uh, in with the training with the first um, with the first team today as well. Fact says that they recovered more quickly than expected. Still need further assessment though. But that's positive. That's good. Losing Jorginho obviously opens the door for a certain other player that we're all perhaps not so keen about. But, you know, swings and roundabouts. Fark saying that he didn't expect Byron or Stroke to be back this week. Say he's down to the medical department and the perfect professional behaviour of the players. So that's a positive. So they've done again, us I think, did, I, think, I think we said last week that it were only, I mean, I, I can't really say because I've never had a hernia, but, you know, a double hernia is not massive like doing your ACL or any sort of like massively invasive no. surgery, correction surgery, is it so? But who am I to say? You've still got to wait for stitches to heal, I'd guess. Well, yeah. They're all disposable a things thing. now. It's only a week now. Come on. I don't know. Big strapping lad like Pascal. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Big sexy pirate. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It just needs to drink a bit more blood and it'll heal faster. Well, that's it, exactly. Just now give him then, some rum. We do have, <laughs> chaps, a new segment or a new section um, being added into our into our weekly podcast. Uh, and it's based on particularly anything that we see out there in the, in the ether of the social media world, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, other media platforms are available. Um, and each week, we're, we haven't really decided whether it's going to be one that we all decide on or whether it's going to be a group of things. But I would like to introduce you to our new um, shit take of the week. Hey, oh, I've got a shit take this week, my little spatter fact. <laughs> Catchphrase or something. What? What do we reckon to that then? That's courtesy of, uh, we, we, we've, we've enlisted the help of Danny from the Not Another Leeds podcast. So thank you, mate. I'll give you a shout for And that. the voice uh, of Brent, the silent partner. And of the OK voice of, the he's there. finally done something for the pod. The man, the man in the background he is. And if you can't um, understand what he's saying, what does he actually say, Smarty? He says, um, well, let's play it again. Hey, oh, I've got a shit tick this week, my little spatter fact. <laughs> This week, my little Sparafat. Now then, the Sparafat mm. bit is something that we asked him to re-record because we were like, do we really want my little Sparafat in there? Yeah, we um, do. Do you want I'm to glad explain what a Sparafat is, Luke, to the people I don't that care. may not know? I don't know. I know you I don't be, care, some people aren't, what the f- is a Sparafat? is basically a small bird that passes wind, I'm assuming. I don't know. Well, what obviously. Does it, mean? You know, Does it have a meaning? Obviously. 
I don't really know, to be honest. Is it Yorkshire early in the morning or something? Yeah, but that's like early bird catches the worm. He's a sparrow farting early. I suppose everyone farts when they get up out of bed. You know, It's funny, though. Sparrow fart and then go and find a worm. Who knows? Who knows? Here's a question for you. Does a sparrow fart smell worse than a thrush fart? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of about thrushy things on this podcast, I think I think we can leave that well and truly alone. Um, so, do we have any shit takes of the week? I had one, but it turned out to be a, a, an absolute first class wind up. So I don't I've got really one. have anything. You've got one. I know. Have you got anything, chaps, down at the bottom? You, you must <sighs> see a lot of shit takes stats with people that tweet you, Mister Popular, down there. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's a, it's just a so-called shit take. I think it's more international football is just dull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a fair one. We've had three international breaks and we're into the end of November and there's just no need for it. And we're going to have another one with the Nations League and the, there's just, for me, too much international football. Look, I know I'll jump on the bandwagon, won't we, when, when England's uh, playing Germany in, in the summer. But, like... France beat, who did France beat? Gibraltar 14 0. 14 0, yeah. It's no fun. Yeah. I, I want to be entertained to watch football. And as I said, it's not so much as a shit take, it's just not enjoyable international qualifying football. And I'm just pleased that. But proper football's back now up until uh, till mid March or being well. Are any of you following the um, San Marino fan account thing? Yes. Um, which is just brilliant, isn't it? That's the only thing that I actually have any kind of that adds any sort of sparkle to an international weekend is what San Marino are up to. Mm. They, they scored against the Danish and he, the, the guy running the account went absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah. that was fucking <laughs> We've scored again! <laughs> Holy shit! So you know, there's going to be Americans and, and guys over the pond that are, don't have a frigging clue what we're talking about. San Marino, it must, they, it they must be mad. Country. It must be mad sitting and watching your bin man and your dentist playing football together against like Italy or Denmark. It's it yeah. in Italy, isn't it, San Marino? It's off the coast of Italy, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little teeny town. It's like a bloody village in the middle of Yeah, I, I don't understand how so, it's a country. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit too small. Strange. Vatican's a country in Italy. So. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Well, it's, it's technically not... It's a solitary standalone state. It's just, it's like, yeah, it's like there's another one, but we won't mention them. Um, yeah, they well. aren't necessarily recognised by the United Nations. But yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> we, we, we won't go there. Um, well, so anyway, shit takes. Tonight, eh? Shit, shit takes then, chaps. Luke, you might as well crack on and start with your, your favourite shit take of the week, please. I will. Uh, and to introduce it, I'm going to play a very short video, which I hope you all enjoy. What's happening, the boys? Day off today, lads. Yeah, so I've decided to come to this corrupt, dirty motherfucking gaff. Off the fucking toffees, you fed up cunts! So there we have Dave I take it away, take it, there we have Dave taking a day off from his brick lane to go down drive five hours from, from Liverpool or from Merseyside where I mean, from. We could have bleeped that first look because that'll do us now. <laughs> <laughs> You Some were blooded it, you what... fucking idiot. <laughs> you didn't tell me what we're on it, you crank. Anyway, he decided to drive on his day off from work, which I think was Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure who gets a Monday or Tuesday off work. It's every day for people dealer. in Liverpool. It's got to um, be, Friday. be Fridays, isn't it? And, yeah, just drive five hours or whatever it is from, from Merseyside to London to walk up to a door and shout at it and, yeah, just to see how... Or what he gets out of it. I mean, if he feels better about it, 
then I guess it's a job done, but he's it, he's not really made much of a change on planet Earth that day, has he? No. He really. hasn't. He hasn't done and much th- at all. Thanks though. to him now, we're going to be re- gurgling around the recycling bin of the YouTube <laughs> ether somewhere, probably. But anyway, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Everton fan, whoever you are. Hope you stand on a plug. Jay, do you have a, a shit take of the week? I do. In, it's in, in, it's, in your drafts, is it? It's not brilliant because I thought that you were picking this and I didn't think that we were all going to have to come up with something. So I, I, that's I, why you I need to learn well, to read instructions, that's, Jay. That's why Listen, I said uh, start. I, I operate on a different level. I decided as host or whether host. Well, about down here, do you operate? Pretty much, yes. I don't see it. On that level. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just awesome. Everton again. It's just Everton again. Uh, this tweet here was a good example. All fans of every Premier League club should be rising against the Premier League about Everton's excessive punishment. The shambles that is the Premier League presides over every club, and we should all be ashamed of them. I mean, I'm going to have to find a tiny violin for these lads. I mean, it'd be a big violin to me, but you you get the picture. Um, I mean, they're just going on like they've been hard done to, like they've been wronged. They've been cheating for years, and for the last couple of years, they've they've laughed at it. They've laughed openly on Twitter and stuff. They thought they were untouchable. They were getting away with it. You know, fuck Leeds, Burnley, Leicester, everyone else, whatever. Uh, Aaron has played a blinder. And then next minute, they're chasing the players down the street. Then the all clubbing together again because they've been wronged again. They're just mm. fucking idiots, man. You you can't cheat and break FFP like they have and then start kicking off saying, oh, oh, they've made up punishment just for us. It's like, I get that they can be upset that City have done a lot and that's still ongoing. I get that. But that's separate to their case. Their case yeah. has been looked at. This has been Life's going on for three fair, years. It isn't. They should have been punished one or two years ago. And it's just tough shit. Yeah. I mean, we've been through the mill of it all, so we can understand exactly... We've been everywhere. We've seen it all. Take your fucking medicine. Like, I've seen... Like we did. I've seen... I mean, there was probably... I mean, it wasn't as... I mean, social media wasn't really as big back then, was it? I mean, I think it was probably Bebo and MySpace or something like that. So it probably wasn't as big. But, but, but yeah, I mean, you know... I've seen. I've seen. They've made banners. They've they've spent. They've raised thousands and thousands of pounds. To, I think they're all talking about flying a plane over uh, Liverpool versus City. Is it? I think. Yeah. Um, at the weekend, they've they've. I've just seen loads of stickers being printed out and stuff. They're just fucking sad, man. They're they're, they're beyond. They're beyond a level of help. I think. They're such a special just, club. I'll just bang this up because it relates to. What you I said wouldn't mind it if it was the difference between you know they're still going to stay up. Yeah, yeah, they will. They are good enough. Luckily, there's absolute dross at the bottom of the Premier League this year, so they will probably stay up. You're right. This guy is saying they're going to protest this decision with an FAB meeting this evening, whenever that was, seven hours ago, so tonight. Protest at Premier Fab League meeting. on Friday. Yeah. Fight Football pops. advisory board or something? Um, no, not ice creams then. No. <laughs> plain, plain message during the game. And that's, that's City against Liverpool, not their game. Yeah. It's just pathetic, isn't it? And it's then just, flags, banners, just, and red cards message at game against Man U and Sky allegedly going to pump crowd noise. Spoilt child behaviour. At the end of the day, you, you've you've overspent. You know your, your clubs doing whatever it's doing behind the scenes. They've broken the rules. They've broken the law, and you've been punished. And you've been given your comeuppance, and you're going to have to take the medicine. It's fucking tough shit. We've been That's through it. it. There are other clubs that, that have thought they could get away with it. Derby Wednesday, they were all laughing at everyone down in the championship. We were all like, "You're going to oh. He's a bitch." Who will ever forget? Next time, Mel Morris Where has it? got the league on strings. 
Mm. Absolutely. That Fuck famous, that even, famous even, tweet with him. Even elsewhere, the, foot, the, foot, the football there. rule, there's rules within football for a reason. You look at Juve, you look at Rangers, nobody's beyond punishment. No. no. Although Juve pretty much got theirs wiped out. They didn't, they came back yeah. up for the least. They just, yeah, just came back. Yeah, yeah, but they got a lot of shit quashed. It were worse what they were initially handed, and they got a load of bit fucking wiped off. There are, there, there are, there are teams, but yeah, they did get punished. Are, yeah. You know, like, look at Rangers in, in in the Scottish League. You know, they were they were shit on from a from a great big guy as well. There are other teams in the world apart from Everton that have been dealt a shit hand. At the end of the day, you've done the fucking you've 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 messed up. You've done wrong, and you will take your punishment, and that's it. You can kick off. You can scream. You can cry. Exactly. You can say it's unfair. You can go down shit. to London and swear at a door if you want. Swear at a door. <laughs> It'll be same people that moan about just stop oil protesters. It'd be funny. We'll be all there actually, kicking yeah. off and blocking if roads. If you want actually the Premier League in. headquarters, it would just like top man entrance or something. <laughs> yeah. Premier League sticker or just a sticker on it. Yeah. <laughs> Some fucking idiot shouting at a top man door. Oh, going up, fucking bastards! Going off some of the tweets, it won't be that bad. Fuck you, mates! You realise Liverpool was in. So you start with your fucking accents after last week, Jesus Christ! Jay's the best at accents. I don't get involved. Give us a swear an imaginary door. Swear up one of your cats or something in a Scouse accent. Go on. Fuck off! What's that some shit? I thought that was Jimmy Thornhill for real then. Hey, hey, hey. All right, kid, all right. Let's have some shit. Oh, Jesus. Abby Clancy's Jimmy. joined us. Let's stop these horrendous fucking uh, accents, please, and these, these efforts. They're just tragic. Um, so this weekend, we travel <laughs> to a little place called Rotherham, um, and I've asked Mr. Stats to pull out... Rov. Rotherham. 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 Um, I've asked Mr. Stats, Mr. Andrew Dalton, of course, our special guest, to pull out some statistics for the uh, for the upcoming fixture. So take it away, my mate. Oh, yeah, it's obviously back to proper football. We're looking to to win four league games in a row uh, since the back end of the 2021 campaign uh, and the Premier League under Bielsa. We've actually won the last four against Rotherham, uh, uh, basically since history began. We've never won five in a row against Rotherham, so if we can do that on uh, Friday evening. We have got few bad memories of going to run on Friday nights. We lost in uh, October 2014 when Mirko scored the opening goal. Uh, Steve Evans was manager of Rotherham and Daku Milanic was manager of Leeds United. Remember them days? Wow, we lost 2-1. Jesus Christ. Uh, any days. And a Brazilian called Adrian made his debut uh, in that particular game. So. Half man, half fish. <laughs> Something like that. There's a brilliant <laughs> image of him diving against Derby County. Rolling uh, around for about six uh, years. Uh, wow. From that season, obviously looking to close the gap to to five points to to Leicester City and uh, Ipswich Town. Uh, and one of the things to look out for Liam Cooper, who looks like he will be involved on uh, on. Fr- no, I did a lovely piece with Tim Thornton from Sky Sports. He should move up to player number twenty nine in our all time list of appearance makers on two hundred seventy four appearances. He's level with Nigel Martin on two hundred seventy three. So any appearance for Cooper in the New York Stadium will mean he'll make his two hundred seventy fourth appearance. And Leeds are looking for their 17th victory over Ron United in their history. So plenty to get uh, your teeth into. We've got a good record on Friday night at the moment uh, this season. Mm. Uh, obviously, we had the draw against West Bromwich Albion and we had the victory against Leicester City. So I think the last defeat on a Friday was Aston Villa. 
back in January this year. Horrible performance that one. So yeah, yes. yeah, I'm pos- I'm positive. I think we can get a result despite the injuries that we've got at the moment. That's the reason why you've got a squad uh, t- to go to a place like Rodermond. It'll tell us a lot about the character of the team. Shout out international break. The last international break we had, uh, we were two down at Norwich before a phenomenal comeback uh, in mm. the second half to win that one three. So hopefully it's not as uh, not as tight as that one. We can get an early goal and, and get three points against a rather side without a manager because uh, uh, Matt Taylor got the the sack uh, and uh, they've got Wayne Carlisle. They're not appointed anyone yet. Not Neil Warnock were going to go back, weren't they? Yeah, what Warnock and, and Steve Gavin. Evans. Steve Evans and, oh, and right. Steve Evans. Miller. Oh, all the stars. All the stars. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where they go uh, for the next manager. But at the, at the moment, they've got Wayne Callow as a caretaker uh, in charge. I think they've got their press conference coming up tomorrow. How big is their ground goes? stats, do you know? It's not a bad little ground, is it's it? It's not a bad little ground. For North you or a normal sized person. Oh. Uh, don't you get bored. Go brush your it's teeth. It's like a Lego somewhere. stadium. It's like a Lego stadium to us big folk, not to, not to James. Yeah, it's Duplo to me. <laughs> I think, and I think I know Russ Vernon's watching, and he's 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 big on Robert. big up Russ. I, I think it's I'm fifteen, fifteen to twenty thousand. Russ, can you mm. can you confirm that one, please? Russell, no, because he's from Rotherham. You look like you were talking to him, like you were talking. <laughs> Come in, Russ. <laughs> Russ, 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 please, Russ. Russ just goes. I don't know. Do I? Do I? Football journals assemble. Uh, it's like Chris Kimmel has been a, he's been a red yeah. cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting at stats. Oh, yeah. He fit right. That's where they were going. You've got to be quick. You've got to be quick. Just on Adrian. Adrian. So we've got a bit of a, a mixed record uh, there. We, uh, off the top of my head, we lost the first two then, 14, 15 and 15, 16. One in 16, 17 and one oh, wow. in 18, 19. And every game we've had at the New York Stadium, I that's 12, is that all it is? That surprises me. It's still better than Bournemouth's ground. Did somebody Every sit on your knackers then, Stats? Say again? Did somebody <laughs> sit on your knackers when you said that? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every game we've played at Rotherham has been a 2-1 scoreline. So get your money on 2-1 lead. Oh, really? Yeah. That's insane. Just on Adrian, by the way, on, he's the on. worst Brazilian to play for Leeds. Well, worst the worst Brazilian Junior. to play football. He's a blind Junior. man tried sharing his misses. <laughs> I'll, I'll raise your Rocky Jr. Uh, it's Rocky Jr. for me. Rocky, Rocky Jr. is worse, actually, yeah. yeah but no, yeah, I think yeah. Rocky Jr. is better, but it was just because we were at that level. Yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't look we, good. We, we, we as a we team, were at Adrian better level. We, were at. Shit. Mm. we brought Adrian yeah. in, didn't we, to actually <clears throat> improve us, and we thought we sat in a Brazilian Flamenco. fucking great. Flamenco. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. And then Adrian to, turned up. It's supposed to be some kind of tricky little superstar, and he was just like... Soft as Where shit did his career around. go, stats? Where did he go? He fucking to toilet. Yeah, he went back, he went back to Flamenco, didn't he? Yeah, he went from, down the pan, yeah. Down he the was... pan. Absolutely. <laughs> he is the pan. He, he is the pan. the pan. He deserves the pan. He came from the from that era. And then he go went on. to Sion in Switzerland. <laughs> uh, I can't pronounce this. Cayenne Spore Aviar. And he's at Brescia in Italy at the moment. Oh, really? That's, that's where we signed Brady from, isn't it? Yeah. Where are they now? Are they in Serie B? Or did we get Brady from Sampdoria? Brady from Sampdoria. Yeah. Uh, Brescia, of course, owned by Massimo Cellino. Yeah, yeah. Uh, currently uh, in Serie B. They finished 
last season, 16th out of 20, 20 teams to their relegation. The Massimo effect. <laughs> Something like that. Fuck me. They had 64 managers too. <laughs> That's in just one season. There's now just a watermelon sat on bench with Mr. Potato Head glasses <laughs> and nose stuck on it. If any of you are um, uh, fans or follow the Squareball podcast, one of the chaps has just um, been on. He's uh, an Irish fellow. He's a bit of an expert on the whole Italian leagues, and he does go through a lot of the ex Chilino players and mm. stuff like that, where they are, where they've been, and where they were after they left us. And it's quite an interesting listen. It's probably about half an hour, 45 minutes long or whatever, but it's bit, yeah. I think it was yesterday or to, uh, today it was released. It's really good. So if you fancy a bit of nostalgia, then uh, I would recommend and go and, and go and listen to that then. Oh, um, so I think what we'll do is... Stick Note 6, wasn't it? There is a lot of that, yeah. Although Dakaris <laughs> kind of remains unscathed, I think, but they go quite no, just for that goal, Just for that goal at Forest. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. scot-free. But they go in with um, you know Edgar Chani and there's a few others that get on honourable mentions. Um, so then, what I will do is I will ask you um, what do we think our predicted lineup is going to be. We'll fly through this next bit really quickly because we don't have that much news apart from the fact that Rutter's not available and it means potentially Bamford's going to be starting up the top. What do we think mm. to that then? Was it a definite available? I don't. I don't think, I don't think Bamford will. Didn't yeah. Bamford miss the last game? Or has he had a recent? Is that a recent injury? Any? He had a recent. I'm sure he came on against Plymouth. Yeah, he did come on again. He did come on, yeah, yeah he, he did. did come on. That's right. Because he got yeah. frigging booed um, again. Who knows why? But he's not, he's not, he's not fit, fully fit, is he? I think, I think we might see either, either Piro up top with Nonto behind him, or he leaves it as it is and just puts a direct swap with Matteo Joseph or Joffy. We've seen Somerville in the ten a couple of times. Mm. Yeah, but would point. you would you move him when he's playing so well where he is? I wouldn't know what to do with him, I'll be honest That's with you. That's why we're not paid he's... to be managers. He's got an eye for goal, though. So, you know, he's creative and an eye for goal. He, he, he may be a, a good bet for that. It's just Nonto's not really pulled his weight so far either, and I'm not sure if I want to see him. But I don't want to see Bamford. No. But last resort, that. I mean, this, these are famous last words and touch wood. Touching all the wood. Uh, it's only Rotherham and it's not Leicester that we're playing. <laughs> it can't be another Stoke performance, though, Smarty. So, it just can't. Yeah, I know. I know, but, you know, it's there are worse opponents to potentially be without as, as oh, number yeah. one striker. So, you know, it is what it is. So I'm going to go around the room and ask you for a prediction. Stats, I will take yours as the fans' prediction okay. for this week. Is this a, as a score uh, prediction? As a score uh, prediction, please. 2 no leads. Stats You've just told us it's going to be 2 1. Get <laughs> <laughs> your house on it being 2 1, but I'm going 2 0 Leeds. Quite your house on 2 1, but I'll say 2 0. That's basically Jay's way of thinking last year. I think we're getting dicked, but 2 0 Leeds. Woo! Up the line. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Go on, Jay. Give us, a res- um, give us a prediction, mate. Well, how could I go for anything other than 2 1 now? After hey. the stats told us. To rob him, yeah? Yeah. 2 1 <laughs> No, to Leeds. Luke. Um, three nil leads. Big three nil. I'm going to say three one leads. I think yeah. In fact, no two nil leads. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm in, I'm in with stats. I'm gonna go two nil. Two nil leads. 
I mean, you feel free, everyone, in the comments to put your predictions forward. I think I know a couple of you have done anyway, so obviously we can get a bit of an idea of what people's where people's heads are at. Uh, Russ has gone three one in the comments to Leeds. Uh, John's three nil. We've got a lot of two ones, four twos, four twos, Andy. Really, Ro Roland Butternubs is saying four nil to Leeds. <laughs> oh no! What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. So there we go. Um, so yes, thank you for everyone for your prediction results. Uh, sorry. Predictions. I don't know why the fuck I just said results. He's not happened yet. There we go. Um, Can't speak. We have a little bit of something uh, as a dedication um, for, for this week's episode. Luke, I'm going to hand this over to you. Um, in fact, I'm just going to hand it over to you because I'm going to yeah, just, just really a, quickly say, say a little bit. Yeah, just really quickly. Thoughts out to. Um... To Wilco, Sean Wilco, those who knew him. Um, I'll just pop a quick picture up of him here. There we go, Sean, who sadly lost his life this week. Uh, so, yeah, we, we just put our thoughts out. Friend of the podcast, he'd been on here uh, once, maybe even twice, actually, when uh, when we used to do BNC back in the day. Uh, he went, had the pleasure of joining him uh, at num a number of fixtures around the country. So, really, really top bloke. I know there's a lot of people who, who watch this as well, who, who, who knew Sean relatively well. So, yeah, thoughts out to your family. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, top bloke taken too bloody soon. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just a, how cruel life is sometimes. But yeah, an absolute top bloke, and he will be sorely missed by quite a lot. Um, I think um, there might be a few tributes uh, between us, those that knew him at the at the Peacock at the earliest convenience. So mm. if anyone uh, anyone knew him um, and wants to raise a toast for him, there'll be some people just meeting. Put him uh, back before, up for a sec. He won't up long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the uh, before the next home game. It'll probably be the weekend part. actually, because we've got we've got a midweeker first, haven't we? So, but yeah, um, thoughts thoughts with his family and friends. Absolutely, top bloke, Sean. Um, so yes, try not to dull it down too much. Um, do we have anything else that we would like to talk about, chaps? Anything else? Anything on the agenda? I don't think so. Not really. I mean, nothing. No, not really. Not really. Sort of, you've got a little something that not sorry, not I'm not that wasn't a little joke, but I mean just you've got something you'd like to say. No, I haven't really. I was just uh, I just thought we might talk a little bit more about who we might play against Rotherham, but we, we only mentioned it briefly. Go on then, Jake. Because I'm just, 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 just I want to know Spencer. Does Furpaw start? I mean, uh depends if Byron's injured, doesn't it? If Byron's injured still, a, then yeah. On, give us your, give give us your, your team. Rattle it off right quick. Go on, give us it off. Go on, oh, God. straight away. Oh, oh, you uh, wanted to not... do this. You wanted to do it. I want to talk I'm, about I'm it. I'm trying to speak, but you won't let me. Can't if he's speak. fit, I'd have, I'd have Spence at right back, but I don't think he'll start because he's only just come back. So uh, stick Shaq there. Then we'll have uh, we'll have to have Cooper and Rodon, won't we? Because he doesn't pick Creswell. Uh, we'll have Furport left back if uh, fucking what's his face? Byron's still injured. Um, stick Somerville at 10, stick Nonto on left, stick James on right. Who are you playing in midfield? I ain't got to that yet. I'd, uh, right, I'd keep Kamara, I'd have Ampadu. So you're dropping um, Archie Gray? Possibly, I think. So you're not playing him at right back, you're bringing Shaq in for Archie Gray. You haven't thought about this. We've, we've yeah, I haven't, because you put me on spot. We've put me on spot and he's struggling. No, I probably wouldn't. You know what, initially when we said Archie, I would have said, I didn't want to do it right back, but he's done all right there. So, yeah, actually, put Archie in. Uh, keeper, so, yeah. obviously, it has to be. He's having Peacock, Peacock Farrell in there or something, this guy. <laughs> Alex V. I, I, I've, not, I've not mentioned anyone who doesn't play for us currently. So, you know, you're going <laughs> off on the fucking tangent. Here. 
Uh, uh, finish the team. Melier and obviously Piro. No, not Melier. I'm on about the two up front. Who are you, who are you playing? <laughs> Somerville in the ten. I said and uh, Somerville in ten. Piro up front. Yeah. Gustav Piro forward. Uh, I said that I've. Uh, I did actually say Nonto and James, but I'll go Anthony and James. Fucking hell, it changes daily more than the Knickers. Yeah, because you give him more time now, so my brain's oh, caught up a little. He's gone through every yeah. fucking team member in bloody school. Right, this, much, is, yeah. this is what the team will be. I'll tell you what it will be, Jay. You ready? We're going go Archie Gay go right on, back. Then. We're going Cooper and Rodon. We're going we Junior Furpole left back. We're going Meslier net. We're going to have Ampadu and uh, Kamara. 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 Then we're going to have Dan James. Are you doing like a dab? Dan James and Somerville <laughs> on the wings, and then we're going to have Piro and Matteo Joseph up front. I'm going for it. <laughs> Big call. Oh, you change, Smarty. You look a bit sceptical there. It's that number 10 9 position that's going to yeah. throw off. I agree pretty much with all of it up to uh, Matteo Joseph. It might be Nonto and Piro, I think. Yeah, or. Perhaps maybe uh, bringing Anthony in and potentially moving Somerville in the middle, but yeah, I think Which that's what I be... said. Yeah, but you you named everyone Dropped else in the great. team as well, and you've rem- you named the under 16s people. team to to join them and that. You've had about five different fucking right backs, Jay. <laughs> you picked twenty one players in an eleven man game. Yeah, stick Shack, with Gray. No, no Aileen. No Gray. No Gray. I didn't yeah, mention was... Aileen once. He's not in my plans, mate. Well, I don't fucking fit. Persona non grata. Andy's Man Club, um, Friday <laughs> the 27th gonna go is going to be a, <laughs> a pool and snooker <laughs> night at the Northern Snooker Centre in Kirkstall Road. Uh, have a game of pool and a chat. We ask for small donations for the tables, but it is not essential. Get yourself down there, lads, and smash the shit out of some balls. Uh, Sunday the 29th, 11 o'clock, walk and talk in Bramley. Meet outside the Bramley Baths. Uh, it's a short walk around Bramley Park, stopping at a cafe halfway around for a nice cup of tea or a cup of coffee. Maybe even a slice of cake or a hobnob. Who knows? If you but, want uh, a singular hobnob. One only one hobnob. It takes a while. You you can dunk them forever. Gilly won't eat a hobnob. Constantly don't know you want to be slagging hobnobs off because he's a fucking heathen. He'd, he'd probably have a rich taste. Who doesn't like chocolate hobnobs? I don't know. He's he's a strange man. Uh, don't trust bald people. Um and of course the Monday you night. Laughing at stats. <laughs> I, this. I love it we, we're doing a call out for a mental health thing and we're bullying each other it's fucking aces it's, podcast. it's the best way um, and then obviously the, the normal Monday Monday evening events uh, are dotted around the country and wherever you are google the locations but that's from 7 o'clock nationwide so chaps if you want to go and have a chin wag with some of your close buds make some new friends or even if you just want a little bit of company get yourself out there great Absolutely. place to be and you will be in very, very good company. Um, gents, I don't really have much else to say. I don't know if any of you lot do. Does anyone have a bitter? No. It's been international, so I don't... Apart from internationals are fucking shit and we'd be better off without them. You could make one out of your Magic Weekend views if you wanted. No, I think I've, I've done that to death. I don't really want to talk about that anymore. But um, yeah. I think... I think ooh, it's not really a bitter, is it? I've got a bit of a question. Um, Go on. Around. Order uh, no bitter! <laughs> with Rachel Adadeji! Jesus, thanks. Um, <laughs> I, I just said it wasn't a bitter, but uh, a question. Any excuse? Will the. And it is around international breaks, so we know we all hear them. And it's, and it's England based, so if you're not English, you can 
log off or whatever now, really. Um, but uh, will we? Tell us viewers to bugger off, it's fine. <laughs> we don't want we, you if you're not English. It's not England, that kind of podcast, will we, Luke. Will we ever live up to expectations? Will Gareth Southgate lead that England team to anything? Will he the fuck? Be, based on this week's performance. He'll lead yeah. up a top man for a new fucking waistcoat at best. He couldn't even do that. He'd go backwards, he'd go around the block a few times, and then he might eventually get there. He might bore it's a kind, him to it's it's a kind of guy who'd spend the fucking hour picking a waistcoat, he gets it till with it, and he'd say, Oh no, actually, and he'd go back after he's fucking cute. <laughs> no, he's not decisive, is he? He doesn't he doesn't achieve anything. Just fucking it's just he's just boring. There. It's just boring. Mr. Caution. Such the a talent we've got, depth of fuck, like you said, talent is just unreal. It's the, I, arguably oh. the best fucking squad we've ever had, and we're playing fucking boring shit football. The likes I of Jordan Henderson him. are playing. Even Calvin Phillips, who can't even get a fucking a subs appearance for fucking Man City, is playing. You know, yeah. obviously not yeah. not recently, but he's still making the team. And I, I will never so, forgive him for that way he went defensive when we went one up against Italy in that game. Well, he just completely tried to shut up shop for like what eighty minutes or whatever it was. It was fucking stupid. It was naive. It was inept. Just shit. He just does whatever the FA wanted to do. He's he's all like squeaky clean and he's doesn't say have any skeletons in his closet. And Roland's got a good is point. A, is a yes choice man. of waistcoat. Choice of waistcoat is a major decision and not to be taken lightly. One hundred percent. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But they won't sack him, will Because he does everything they want. He don't cause any fuss. Jay's, Jay's decisions are between wife beaters, black or white today. <laughs> it's a jumper. It's no, a not that. I'm jumper. About... Oh, their arms. Sorry. Fuck me, man. <laughs> are they glued um, on? Just Coming one from second. a man who's had his fucking head drawn on. I'm not taking it. <laughs> um, we have had a few comments, Smart, that we haven't managed to get to. Can I just click oh, through those quickly? Smart, yeah, it's the fans. There's a very, very not. important one here, and we divide, we demand a cranium, which is quite important. Can you take your hat off again for you, Smart, please? Has anyone got a caliper? We've got a caliper. Hand on Come heart. closer to the camera, please. <laughs> Hand on heart that my cranium is possibly bigger on the outside, whereas Stats is more than certainly bigger on other content. Is bigger <laughs> oh, it's not Jay. Sorry, Stats. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Stats. Not me. Stats got a dwarf beard. Yeah, exactly. Stats, stats closer. Not your chin. It's a fucking rape chin. Is that beating cow pie like fucking desperate Dan or whatever he's called? Desperate Dan. Um. We, we've also got a good question here from John. Would we? There's rumours, obviously, um, Rodon is up for sale uh, and that we might be looking at him uh, earlier than the end of the season, so potentially January to get a deal done. Uh, but would we be interested in a swap, the direct swap? I'm, I'm sure they would have to get a few quid as well, wouldn't we? Yeah, swap you plus think cash. So, wouldn't you? But yeah, I'd take me. that because purely because we have options on the wings. We don't really or something, but... I mean, we're having he's a brought a lot of stability, hasn't he? So. He has. Absolutely. It's he fantastic. Has but the fact alone that we don't really have anyone to step in if we didn't buy him, you know. Whereas Nonto, we could arguably continue without and not miss the way he's played so far. I mean, if year. Gilly were here, then obviously Oof. it would be a case for, for, for Cooper to start up. Of course it would. He doesn't have a bloody clue. But he's not, so he's, we can talk sense. Way, way out there. Way out there <laughs> with that opinion. Yeah. Um, um, well, Go on. Couple, couple more. Um, forgot to mention this. Have you seen Barnsley being kicked out of the FA Cup? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, played an original player against Horsham, and ugh, 
in this day and age, with all the administration that goes on, it's kind of unforgivable. It's pretty really. fucking stupid, isn't it? And it, it probably costs... An administrative her- error. Apparently. Yeah, it probably costs people quite a bit of money. Someone uh, probably got well, fired. They'll probably be in Sutton. No disrespect to Sutton, but they are languishing the bottom of the league too. And we could have had a money-spinning FA Cup third-round sign instead. It's Horsham that go through. And, yeah, not, not, not great, that. No, no. Someone nah, definitely got it. fired for that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. Uh, one, oh, sorry, one more. Smite is forehead plus stats is chin plus James colouring <laughs> equals Hellboy. Colouring? I'm definitely... I'm, I'm oh, gonna, yeah. I'm, you are looking a little bit purple. You I'm definitely going to get a new light at some point. I'm getting... It brings out the grey in your beard, though, to be fair. Have well, you had your you circulation know, At least checked? I can grow a long... Are you eating one. your greens? Are you healthy? <laughs> at least I can grow a long proper one. <laughs> you can't. Mine's down Fuck here, pal. <laughs> I'm I'm getting some elf. Last week I got called Peter Sutcliffe and so, who else did I get called? The Yorkshire Ripper. Get some right fucking shit. At least I can see where my fucking forehead starts and my frigging airline begins. Cheeky <laughs> bastards. <laughs> like some. Don't let him talk to you like that, Stats. Hey. <laughs> oh, good hey. You just want to be careful if you see him carrying <laughs> well, a hammer, Stats. Died there. Right, chaps. <laughs> I think that's had it. enough for you. That's enough I think I've had enough. Yeah, I've had, had enough. enough. And, enough. And, We're and, just and, talking and absolute bollocks. Yeah, we are. Thank you, everyone, for joining and uh, interacting in the comments, as always. If you haven't done, please subscribe to our channel. It'll help us grow in the right direction. It's not great. It's a drool stain, apparently. Uh, uh, yeah, it's if, acidic drool. We will be back um, possibly Saturday morning. I'm not sure we'll be on the Baradi and Coke. It's probably Jay, but he'll probably let us down for a change. Anyway, we don't see you for a week. We'll see you <laughs> Jay, covers every fucker. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.